Hey, hey, thanks for tuning in to the Just Janice podcast. I am your host, Janice, and we know that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. So in this joy-filled podcast, you're going to hear real-life stories from other believers. We're going to talk about the kingdom. We're going to magnify Jesus, and it's going to be awesome. So thanks for tuning in, and here we go. Hey, hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Just Janice. I'm so excited for today's episode because I'm always excited to be able to get on here and just talk to you, encourage your hearts in the Lord. And so it is a beautiful, sunny, feels like it's almost summer kind of day here in Michigan. And you might hear my washer and dryer going in the background. I'm doing laundry and just relaxing this evening and meditating on God's goodness and just thinking about how awesome he is and just how much he truly cares about us. And I just pray that God would give all of us a revelation of how much he truly does care for us, how much he thinks of us. The Bible says that his thoughts toward us outnumber the sands of the sea. And so I was even thinking about a women's retreat that I went to last fall and I had a friend and I may have shared this in another episode. I don't know, but um, she had we had gone to the beach in the morning to do our devotionals because every morning we were given like a devotional to do. And we were only like 10 or 15 minutes from Lake Michigan, which is like my favorite. I love, I love, love, love sunsets on Lake Michigan. And so this was the morning. Obviously there wasn't a sunset, but I just love being on the beach. So we went there to do our devotional and she came back with a sandwich bag of sand and she really ministered to us on how much God thinks of us. And she passed around this bag of sand and we just kind of got to to just reflect on how much God thinks of us and look at the sand and like even just in that small amount of sand think, wow, God thinks of me even more than this because he thinks of us as much as all of the sand on the earth. Like it's 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 beyond comprehension to think that the God of the universe cares about me here in little Southwest Michigan. He cares about you wherever you're at, that he truly is intimately acquainted with all of your ways and that he cares for you, that he takes great delight in you, that his banner over you is love, that he rejoices over you with singing, that he surrounds you with songs of deliverance. Like these are scriptures and prayers that I pray over myself. I pray over other people all the time just to remind myself of his goodness and his love and his faithfulness and his mercy because he truly is like no man. He is he is like no one else. He is so far above and his love is so much greater and deeper and and I'm just so thankful that my life is hidden in him. And so today just had have a quick little testimony here to share with you guys. Um I was at school today because <laughs> I am doing a long-term substitute teaching position for first grade and absolutely love it. it. It can be exhausting, but my cup is always overflowing. I absolutely love these kids and getting to just pour into their lives and teach them. And And it is truly like this job this year has been exceedingly abundantly above all that I even imagined it could be. It has been a joy and delight to be working in the public school system. And so it was a job that I never, ever even considered or thought about, but God is is amazing and he worked that out. And so I love that scripture that says, many are the plans in a man's heart, but God directs our steps. He orders our steps. And so his purpose prevails. So it's uh, nothing I ever planned to do, but God had it planned for me. And so that is where I'm currently at for as long as God calls me to be there. And so today I was at school and I was just, just had this kind of random thought. And I was like, I really want a cupcake. 
Okay, so if you need to know, my favorite cake is confetti. Love confetti cake. So, but anyway, I'm like, I really want a cupcake. I haven't had cake in like forever. I don't know what's up. People aren't inviting me to birthday parties or what, but I've just haven't had one, had cake or whatever. And I've been doing a lot better with my eating <laughs> most days. And anyway, so I'm like, man, a cupcake sounds really good. Just random thought entered my mind, left it just as quickly because I obviously didn't have means to get a cupcake. So whatever. And like at the end of the day, I'm getting ready. Like my kids are lining up. We're getting ready to send them out to the bus. And two of my students from the beginning of the year showed up at my door and they were like, Miss Regal, we brought you a cupcake. And it blessed my heart so much because I thought, oh my gosh, like Lord, seriously, like he knew that I just wanted a cupcake, something so simple. And that may sound like so menial, like whatever, but it just reminded me of how aware God is of our heart's desires and what we have burning inside of us, what we long for, the things that we want to see come to pass in our lives. And it was just a reminder, like if he cares about something so small as that, he obviously cares about all aspects of my life. And there's nothing that I desire, nothing I long for, nothing I'm believing for that is outside of his sight. And I'm always like very, how do I want to say it? Like careful and mindful of surrendering my heart's desires to the Lord and asking him, God, I ask that your that your desires are my desires. If there's anything in me, God, if I'm desiring anything or believing for anything that is not what you have for me, what you want for my life, your best for me, then change my heart's desires. And guess what? He's done that <laughs> several times. There's been things that I've wanted or whatever. And he's like, that's not my best for you. Actually, we're going to go this way. And so there's been ministries that I've um, even looked into and I've and I've thought about doing, there was actually, um, this is kind of a fun fact. I don't think I've ever really shared this with anybody. So right before quarantine hit in 2020 and everything locked down, like I spent a good month or so really contemplating going away and literally selling everything. (laughs) This sounds so ludicrous now, but selling everything and moving out East because there was an opportunity that was out there for some writing endeavors and different things. And I don't even remember all the details of it. So I can't even share all of them. But I know that there was like this writing opportunity and um, it just sounded really good. It sounded like something, um, something good that I could possibly endeavor into. And I was like, you know what? I'm good. Like I'll sell everything and move. And that's just me. I'm like, I can be a very spontaneous person. And so I'm like, Lord has, the Lord has to keep me rooted and grounded in him. And just, I have to seek him so that I don't make decisions in the flesh and in my carnal mind. So, and I was praying and seeking the Lord about that. And it was like, he was like, no, you're not doing that. And I was kind of disappointed. I was like, oh man, like this would be really cool. And I didn't know what I would do after, you know, the several months that this writing adventure would have lasted. I don't know what I would have done after that, but I was like, I don't care. I just want to go. I just want to, I just was longing for change, honestly. And I, and that it honestly is, can even be an idol for me and just something that I have to very carefully guard myself against because like, I know a lot of people that struggle with change. I'm like the opposite. I have a hard time with monotony and just running through the motions. Like I like change. And that's one of the reasons I love and thrive in the job I'm in is because all day long, it looks different. I'm doing English and I'm doing reading and then math and science and social studies. And like, it's always changing up. And I love that about my job. So anyway, the Lord gave me a no. And then here, you know, a month or two later, everything shuts down. And what would that have looked like for me being, being out 
out east. I don't know. It would have been very probably fe- scary. and I could have been even fearful. And it would have felt weird just being so far from my family and, and all those things. And so I'm just, I'm just thankful. God knows the end from the beginning. And that is something that I want to remind your hearts too, is that God knows the end from the beginning. He knows all the details of your life. The word says that all of our days are fashioned in his, in his book. They're, they're, he already knows what, what's ahead. He knows what's behind. And so just knowing that he always goes before us and that he exists outside of time. And that's so hard to comprehend. And so just trusting him. And so I encourage you, if you are seeking just anything in life, a, a job or a relationship or moving or whatever that you might be thinking about to not move forward into anything without pursuing his heart and seeking after him first, because he does, he, he knows all the details of everything. And so, um, that sounds so like elementary. He knows all the details of everything, like, but he does, he, he knows it all. And so he can give you the best counsel and, um, yeah, my mind's kind of going in a million places right now. And I was just even thinking about a scripture that I read the other day. I can't tell you the address other than I know it's in the word of God, but it was talking about how in Christ is hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. And so just reminding myself, like I'm hidden in him. And so I can go to him and seek him when I have questions. And so just not to be afraid to ask him questions, to press into him for direction and just to trust his heart for you. Because sometimes I was actually telling a friend that, uh, not that long ago, that God always answers my prayers. He always answers my prayers. Just sometimes he says no. <laughs> and even when that's disappointing in the moment, I trust him so much. My my trust is so anchored in him that even when it's disappointing, I know that I know that I know that he is for me and that he is faithful and that he has good plans for my life. And so the word even says he withholds no good thing from those who walk uprightly. And so if I'm walking uprightly, just meaning that I'm living my life for him, I'm walking in relationship with him, then I can trust if he says no to something, if he withholds something is seemingly withholds something from me or says no about an issue or a situation or or even moving or, or a job or whatever that is. And sometimes it's not even a full no. Sometimes it's just not yet. Our answer is just not yet. Like, yes, that is what I have for you. That desire inside of you is there because I put it there, but it's not yet. But sometimes it is just a flat out no. And so just to trust him in that and just know that he's faithful, he's for you, and that he has just a different direction for your life and that that's okay. It's a better option. So I would love to read you guys some scriptures really didn't have an agenda for today i just knew i had some things on my heart to share he is he's so good so so good um yes (laughs) this is funny i just literally you guys i'm telling you i I love writing. Most of you probably know that I'm a writer, but um, love, love, love writing. And so I have way more journals than most people like, I don't even know, have pairs of shoes. I don't know. I have a ton of, ton, ton, ton of, of journals. And so I just randomly grabbed this journal and I keep saying the word randomly, but I just don't believe anything with the Lord is random. So anyway, just felt led to grab this journal here. And I'm like, I have no idea what's in here. Um, so we'll just flip it open and read. And literally I wrote this, let's see, October 2nd, 2017. (laughs) Uh, 
and I'm just like, there was a little bit of a pause there because I was skimming this and kind of shaking my head like, okay, Jesus, like, come on. Um, so I'm going to read you what this says. And it literally goes along with exactly everything that I've been sharing because the Holy Spirit is <laughs> so good. All right. So it says, Lord, it's just a little poem I wrote. It's totally unedited and like raw. So bear with me. But this is what it says. Lord, the secret things belong to you. Yet there are so many things I just wish that I knew, more than a glimpse of your master plan for my life that you hold in the palm of your hand. It's hard to be patient and trust all of the amazing things you'll do, but I know patience is a fruit I can only bear by remaining in you. Because we know the, that patience is a fruit of the Spirit, and uh, John 15 tells us that we bear much fruit when we abide in him. So I'll choose surrender. Let me read that one more time, sorry. So I'll choose trust and surrender even when it's hard to do so. Because my life's plans are yours and only you fully do know. I'll hold tight to your promises. I'll stand firmly on your word. All that you give me is beyond what I deserve. Increase my desire. Hang on. I'm like getting tongue-tied here. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm just like shook by what this poem is about. And then my eyes are just wandering on the page. So focus, Janice. <laughs> Increase my faith in the evidence of what I cannot see to hope for every plan you have created just for me. So, wow, I just feel like this is, hey, what, if no one else listens to this podcast, I think this is a message for me today because, wow, like, honestly, I feel like I'm in, and this is just me being totally real with you guys, I feel like I'm in such a position in my life where I feel like I'm in the trenches of transition. Like, I feel like I'm coming to a fork in the road and, like, God is getting ready to veer my life in a new direction. And I don't know what that looks like. I can just sense it. And I know you guys probably know what that feels like or whatever. And that's where I'm at personally in my life where I'm like, I'm at the end of a school year and coming up on summer break. I'm excited about that. But even just like career wise, like I don't, I don't know if I'm going to stay doing what I'm doing right now. I feel like the Lord has been very clear to me that it's, it's just temporary, but knowing that is one thing, but then also like, okay okay, God, like, what does that mean beyond that? Then what is, what are you doing? And just honestly, just taking a, a day at a time, because the word says, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow has enough worries of its own sufficient for today's or its own troubles. And so it even says like, what good is it? Like, if you worry, can you add an inch to your stature or, or days to your life or whatever? I believe that's in Matthew. But anyway, it talks about just worry because it is such such a thing that we struggle and battle with and as humans just in our flesh and in our humanity is just the fear of the unknown like that is hard to not know what lies ahead and I've been telling God like I know you're the God of the midnight hour I feel like I'm like at 11 30 I don't know what's coming up I don't know what lies ahead but God I trust you and that has probably came out of my mouth more than anything in prayer is <laughs> God I trust you God I trust you I don't know what you're doing I don't understand I know you're going to show me when I need to know I just choose to say that I trust you and I love Proverbs 3 5 and 6 it says to trust in the Lord with all of your heart don't lean on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. And he's just really been highlighting that. Do not lean on your own understanding. Stop trying to figure it out, Janice. <laughs> Stop trying to figure it out, Janice, because you're never going to have all the answers. But I know that all the answers I need are found in him. And I know that when I'm asking him for wisdom, he'll give it, that he is ordering my steps. And so I just remind myself of his faithfulness in the past and those moments when I really didn't know like what light, light ahead even with um even with like going out 
East and all of that, like that writing adventure and everything. Like I didn't know that God had a purpose for me going into the public school systems and working. And I'm so thankful that he told me no to that opportunity and kept me here for now because I absolutely love what I'm doing right now. Like I, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. I absolutely genuinely in the depth of my heart, love what God has me doing right now in the season that I'm in and and just learning like the tagline of my book says to celebrate life in every season, to really look for the treasure in the season that I'm in when it's hard and it feels like, God, I'm just ready for something different. Like whatever, just choosing to rejoice and be glad in it. And even this week, I've been confessing every single day and I don't always do this, but this week specifically I have, I've been saying, God, I know that you created this day, God, and I'm rejoicing and glad in it. I'm choosing to rejoice and be glad in today and to see the blessings that you are pouring into this day because I just never want to get in a place of just in perpetual waiting for what's next and missing out on what God's doing right now. There's so many cool and awesome things that God is doing in my life right now before he moves me somewhere else or before my husband comes or before a new job lines up or before I write my next book or before I publish my next blog, whatever that is for you, whatever you're believing for or advancing toward or you know God has for you in the future, don't miss out on what he wants to do right now and what he wants to teach you and show you and grow you in right now. I know last year for me, and it probably was this way for a lot of you, last year in 2020, being stuck in my house for, how long was I home for? See, I came home in March, or it was March, everything shut down, April, May, June, July, August. So like five months. Now, I did not stay isolated in my house for that long. (laughs) I did not. I only stayed in my house like alone by myself completely for like a month before I started going out and seeing people and going on um, bike rides with my sister. And then I would go, like I went to my mom's house when everyone was still like really skeptical about being around people. And we um, did like tailgate dinners. And so I would like sit in the back of my car on, or actually took my, um, I took mac and cheese over there and uh, for my little sister and my niece. And so I had like a little meal out of the back end of my car and I sat um, in a what do you call a lawn chair? And they sat on the back of my dad's tailgate. So anyway, just I, yeah, I'm way too much of an extrovert to keep isolated for five months, but I had five months where I was not working and I was just home a lot. And I have never in my adult life ever been home that much. And I've lived in this house now for like 11 years. So it was a, it was crazy. And during that time I wrote my book and I read a lot of books, read some incredible books. Um, Audrey, Roloff's book, The Love Letter Life. Read that book, people, especially if you were single. That is such a good book. Um, that book really blessed me and ministered to me last year. But anyway, and just really allowing myself to dive deep into the Lord last year was huge. And a lot of correction, a lot of purifying came in that time. And and obviously, I always want my heart to be open to him and just constantly being like, hey, Lord, my heart is open to you. Reveal anything inside of me that that needs correction. And I love that the Bible even says that the word of God is, is God inspired, it's God breathed, and it's useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. And you could break all four of those down even more. I encourage you to look into that more. But just knowing that that's what his word does. It's a reflection to us. It's a mirror to us. And so I want to dive into the word. I want to be a worker who can rightly uh, rightly divide the word of truth, the worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So just knowing what the word says, applying it to my life, not just knowing it, but living it. 
because I don't want it to just be a bunch of head knowledge. I want it to be my life. And so last year was a lot of diving into the word, being very intentional, spending time with him in the secret place in prayer, journaling. I wrote a lot and just really opened myself up to the Lord in ways that I haven't probably in a really long time. And just saying, God, like, make me more like you. Purify me. Show me if there's anything in me. And even, you know, and I've joked about this a few times. You get, Some of you may have heard me joke about that. I was actually sitting outside in my reclining, my Adirondack chair, whatever it's called, and um, sitting out in my yard. And I'm like, Lord, I was just having such a good day. It was a beautiful day, much like today, actually. And I was sitting out there. I just finished reading my book and the sun was shining on my face. And I was just so thankful and just feeling so just just happy. And I was like, God, if there's anything in me that you just see that's off or whatever, like, God, I want you to show me and (laughs) reveal it to me. And honestly, in my bratty self, like expecting him to be like, girl, you got it going on. You are good to go. Like there is no flaw in you. (laughs) That song of Solomon. There's no flaw in you, beautiful. And, uh, and he was like, all right. He's like, yeah, we're going to talk about some things. And I was like, oh no, (laughs) oh no, And he really challenged me. And I'll just tell you what it was because you're probably wondering anyway. He told me, he's like, you have a hard time with hard conversations. And we're going to deal with that. And I realized looking back over my life how many conversations I'd avoided because I'd always felt like whenever I truly expressed how I felt or whatever that either people didn't listen, they didn't take me seriously I wasn't able to communicate accurately how I felt. So then it just felt like I blubbered or it was a waste of time or whatever. And so God really challenged me in that. And there was actually a friend who, if you are listening, I love you, girl. But there was a friend at that time who um, I was avoiding because I was having a hard time having a hard conversation with her. And so the whole flight or fight or flight thing, like I'm a flighter typically, like I'm like, peace out. I'm good. Don't want to go there. Like, I'll just avoid you and write you out of my life. That sounds so immature because it is. And so whatever. But I just really struggled with that and um, more than I realized. And so she was actually the first one to have a really hard conversation with me. I'm not ever in my entire life, but I knew that God was calling me like, hey, we're going to start here. You're going to reconcile this relationship. You're going to have the hard conversation. You're going to say the things that you're avoiding and all of that. And so I did. And it was hard and I hated it. (laughs) Honestly, I hated it because, um, the flesh just likes to do what's comfortable. And, but I am not called to live in my flesh. I'm called to live according to the spirit. I'm not called to live in comfort. And so, um, just, yeah, God really challenged me in that. And I did it. And I was like, whew, okay. And then since then I've had to have hard conversations at different times and I just take them as they come, but just allowing the Lord to examine us constantly and, show us if there's anything in us because it honestly, and it's never ever to condemn us ever because God doesn't condemn. The Bible even says that there, therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the spirit or according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. So if you are in Christ walking according to the spirit, there's no condemnation. If God brings a correction to you, thank him for it. Be grateful because it's making you better. It's making your life better ultimately. And so that was just something that I went through last year um, personally. And in the season of 2020, the madness and the craziness of it all, like God was doing such a good work in me. And so I'm so thankful for that and for that time. And uh, I don't know. I know a lot of people have written off 2020 and I know a lot of 
of horrible things happened and there was a lot of death and and stuff and I don't ever want to be insensitive to that but for me and where I'm living and where I'm at in life and everything like it was a really good year for me to just scale back and really even allow the Lord to look at my life and schedule and say okay we're not doing this anymore start new things and do new things in and through me so I just encourage you wherever you're at and like this poem that I read and um here just a little bit ago just knowing that he ultimately knows everything that lies ahead for you and so I just encourage you to anchor your trust in him and just believe him for good things I love um in Psalms 23 where it says his goodness and mercy follow after us all the days of our life and I like to joke around and say well God that's not too hard for you because I don't run very fast so if uh, you have to keep up with me it's not going to be too hard for you (laughs) but just trusting him and knowing that he's faithful and he's for me and that I am hidden in him and there's no condemnation and I'm just going to continue and choose to walk according to the spirit and let him lead me in my life. And even right now where I'm at, I'm going to probably listen back to this a year from now and I'm going to be like, wow, God really did have it all under control. (laughs) I really did have every reason to trust him because that's who he is. He can be trusted and who he is never changes. So I'm going to go ahead and pray over you guys and just pray that you are blessed and encouraged by this episode. Father God, I thank you so much for this day. God, I thank you for everything that you are doing in my life. God, everything that you are doing in the lives of every single person who will listen to this podcast. I know that your plans for us are good. I know that you promise to work all things together for our good and that you do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask, think, or imagine. And Lord, I pray right now that we would have hearts that are totally surrendered to you. God, that we would be completely open to letting you come in (laughs) and clean us up, God to use the light of your word, God, to just expose areas of our hearts that need to be exposed, God, to teach and rebuke and correct and train us in righteousness, God, that we would be thoroughly equipped for every good work. God, I know that you are faithful. God, you are trustworthy, that you never change, that you are for us and not against us. And so I pray blessings over every person that's tuning in, God, that they would hear your voice clearly. God, I pray against distraction in this season of their life, God, that they would just be enamored with you and not the things of this world. In Jesus' name, amen. The Just Janice podcast is part of the NRT Podcast Network. To find other great podcasts in the network, visit newreleasetoday.com. Be sure to connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Just Janice Podcast.